crunch time coming up big when it counts. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Crunch Time, where we come up big when it counts. I'm Dom with Sauce, Luke, and Ant. How you going, boys? Good, Dom. How are you? Yeah, can't complain. Fellas. Very good. I'm not... We're back. It's happening. We're it's back a, for another stress, week. A bit of a stress release for a few people in here tonight, especially <laughs> one Anthony collects. So just a stress <laughs> release for him. He's going to give you his best content today. I'm but here. Then, I'm here. I'm ready. As long as you're present. <laughs> Luke's ready. He's got the Ronaldo jersey on. I'm just making that up. I don't know who's on the back. It's probably no one, but it's Ronaldo. No, it's it's got to be Ronaldo. Who yeah, else is going to be on the back? It has to be. It has to Who be. Who else is going to be on the back? <laughs> yeah, well, or Sergio Ramos. I don't mind him either. Yeah. Benzema. Benzema's always yeah, good. Yeah, Benzema's not bad. Yeah. And he's always flying. You know, he's, he's probably been uh, <laughs> buying buying up some cards, which I think he will get into a bit when we talk about this PSA price change. But we are going to start with a question that apologies the. uh Splash culture, we forgot to answer last week. But uh, Kaboom Soccer Cards, uh, long-term investment play, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? And low pop on superstars, does that give a good indication on which way we should go with these cards? So whoever mm. wants to start off, boys, feel free. Let me start off. Let yeah. me start off, since I know Splash very well. That's, that's <laughs> the homie. Um, I think, and I, this just popped into my head just now as well, because of how lackluster the rookies are in this um, prism release that comes out tomorrow, well, by the time this comes out, it would have been yesterday. But because it's so lackluster, I think the Kabooms are going to be the top hit in that product, barring the Beckham autos and the, you know, the numbered, really short numbered stars i think the kabooms are going to be the biggest hit the werner the firmino um and who was it pogma no anyway i think, I think pogma's firmino. already got one yeah he had he's got a united one yeah yeah but those those are going to be huge because just there's not enough juice in the the rookies and people are going to still open these boxes because that's the product of the the soccer season, the first product really of soccer season, apart from Immaculate. Um, everyone's going to be opening it. Everyone's going to be in breaks. Breaks are selling out. Like I've seen a few breakers sell, pre-sell their spots. Um, and yeah, I think I think Kaboom's going to be big. Are we talking about, just to clarify, are we talking about Kaboom in this EPL prison product coming out? Or are we talking nah, about I just, Kaboom I just took in it general? There. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> in general, in general, if there's... Yeah, any players you think that are worth investing in? I know in Splash's post where he posed the question to us boys, he had Neymar uh, a Mbappe, Neymar on there and Mbappe. Yeah. Yep. So the yeah. Neymar pop was at forty nine. I'm pretty sure. I'll just get it up. Something like that. Yeah, uh, eighteen pop for the um, Neymar. The last sold at that time was seven hundred USD, and the PSA pop for the Mbappe was. Uh, 49 and the last sold was 1125 USD. That's a what's that? A PSA 9? It just says PSA pop, it doesn't have um, it must be total, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably the total, mm, maybe an ter- 8 or something. In terms of supply, though, there'd be so little of them, especially in wh- where did those two come from, actually, just out of curiosity. So, I think that Mbappe actually comes from a 
they shipped them out as I think a rewards thing. Oh, okay. If, I don't know if that's a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure. And when I was looking into it early on, I went on Twitter and I, and I actually I was on Google. I searched up Mbappe Kaboom, and then it was a Twitter post. Someone had got the green one of one and oh, sold wow. it in 2019. So that's mm. sitting out somewhere. Mbappe Kaboom green one of one. And I don't even know what that. That will go for crazy numbers, right? That now. could be worth something big one day. I love Kabooms to be honest. Just the, the design of them, so cool. Um, it's got that comic aspect, which we've seen. You know, we've seen how Marvel Marvel's really blown up. I think that could actually have an impact on that too. Um, you I know, that, that, well, we saw a transition with the Net Marvels when it came to yeah, Net Marvels. Cup, yeah, so. even that early early Kaboom for basketball is huge. Yeah, uh, the Kobe yeah. ones. I think it's a Wade, Wade LeBron one. Twenty twelve was a raw, it? A raw one a sit, sold yeah. on uh, uh, the seventeenth of Feb. Messi Kaboom two thousand eighteen uh, for eighteen hundred on bids. And, is that graded uh, or that, no? That, that's ungraded. That's raw. And then okay. one also oh. sold on that same day a PSA ten on a uh, best offer at seven thousand seven hundred fifty. Um, with a pop of sixteen, it's saying here in the title. I haven't verified that, but the title on the listing said sixteen in the pop. There's wow. a yeah. great, great page. Um, I think it's called AJV Kaboom. I should double check that. They are well. I, look, I think it's Gary V's brother, to be honest, because he's burning. He shared it. He's he's burning. Burning. It could be, but <laughs> it might not be. Whoever it is has by far the greatest collection of Kaboom. I'm looking at it now. He's got. He bought the Messi out of ten. The other day, PSA nine. Um, what, what's the account? And it's called AJ Kaboom. Kaboom. Okay. And he's got three hundred ninety-eight followers, and he should have three thousand ninety-eight. He's got Kobe Bryant twenty thirteen PSA ten Kaboom. Wow. He's got Mbappe PSA ten Kaboom. Um, Trey Young. He's got the earliest LeBron Kaboom. Like, he's got a gold That's nice. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. I'm not saying it's Gary V's brother, but I have a feeling it's Gary. Because <laughs> Gary V's brother, um, his name is he's acronym AJV, the same as mine. So I found that very. Uh, I, f- I follow him on most socials. So. Dirk, KD, Harden, they're nice cards. Crazy, man. like really, really nice. And I reckon the supply of them as well is so low. Like you, Splash was talking about those pops there, PSA of like what eighteen and forty something, wasn't it? That's yeah. that's ridiculously yeah, low. That's ridiculously low. But Who knows how many more are still around, but mm. it's still not going to be a whole like lot. Outside the the big boys, if you go outside Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, and everything, um, one of my first card purchases was Grealish Kaboom. I bought from Cherry. Mm. Cherry had no idea that Grealish Kaboom. No one really knew what Kabooms were at that time, and no one really they didn't have any idea what Grealish was going to be. Mm. And I bought it for eighty bucks. I made them an offer for eighty bucks. Far out. And then Grealish obviously became Grealish. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's still at PSA. But yeah. I know a guy called um, Premier Soccer Investing. Yep. He yep, bought yep. up he bought up three of them. So he bought up in a in a lot that was sitting for seven fifty US. And I was watching, I was thinking about making a play on it, but I don't know, I'm a bit hesitant to buy that much in a raw card. So he bought three kabooms, two of them gem. One of them came back a nine, and he flipped the nine for four fifty USD. Smart little player. That's good. I rate that one. I rate that one. I rate. Kabir. Did, I did he keep? Did he keep lot. the other two? Just to analyze the play a little bit. He kept them. He's going to keep it for the uh, euros. I'm the euros. Sure. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that could yeah. be a 
that could be a move Smart there. Yeah. yeah. So the final final comment on it. So is it a long term investment? We reckon. I reckon because they're hard to come by. Mm. There's rarity on them, and that's what you want. Yeah. Long term hold investment. So yeah. yeah. If you can get them, you know, and these are these are case hits, don't forget. So there's exactly. only exactly. predicted to be one in every case. And they come mm. out as, um, you know, like those old school inserts that potentially could hold the test of time. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. I was sort of comparing it to that in my head. So those Jordan inserts and stuff like that. that there's are, a BGS you know, 10 Aguero Kaboom up here for uh, 1,750. Is that a good buy? You want know what's crazy? No, let me tell you something. It, that was there when City had their first game. Um, I don't know if Aguero was playing that first game, but I was looking up uh, Rodriguez Kaboom because yeah, Rodriguez yeah. started so hot. Yeah. And that that Aguero Kaboom pristine 10 was there for 500. Oh, and I didn't buy wow. it. Wow. Because I didn't oh. understand like the magnitude of what a BGS 10 is. Yeah. You know? So obviously yeah. he's bought it. And even still, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, it actually sounds all right, to be honest. He's going to, well, he's, what, the most goals ever in the Premier, in Premier League, isn't he, Aguero? Like, he's, he's got, up there. He's fighting for it. He's yeah. up there oh, I don't with think he that. He's doesn't got, make it. He's got titles. For me, he's one of the, well, like, the, from what I've, you know, watching soccer in my sort of, you know, growing up and stuff, he's been one of the best strikers for me, even though he plays for City. I've always respected him. When he came from Atletico and stuff, I was like, fuck, he's like, he's going to be good. And he has, but like, by injury. Injuries He'll make top back. three, top three all time. Injuries have held him back. He's on 180, shit, what a, what a and star. Andrew Cole's above him on 187, and then there's Wayne Rooney 208 and Alan Shearer on 260. I like the fact that two of the three above him play for United, so that that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you'll correct that. What was, what was who was third? Sorry, uh, Andy Cole. Andy Cole. How many was he on? 186, wasn't it? 187. Okay, you'll I think beat, you'll crack that. Crack I don't know if you'll. I don't know if you'll beat the other two, though. To be honest, have to beat Rooney. Even yeah, Rooney's thirty-eight. That's two hundred eight. It's twenty-eight more goals. Twenty-eight. You'd have to stay fit. Yeah. That's the big thing. Gym. That's the big thing. That's his problem at the moment. Correct. Yeah. There he is, on the screen. Nice. The, what's that? Twenty ten World nah, Cup. The twenty ten first World yeah, Cup. He, that's yeah. Pretty, is it? Is that a medal or is that a just a? No, it's a, it's called a rainbow or something. Oh right, it's, okay. it's nice. Yeah. I would rather that kaboom though. I'm being real. Yeah. Now I think about it, I look at that kaboom. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather the kaboom. Yeah. So that goes to say something. I would rather have his kaboom pristine ten. There you go. Even if that came back uh, PSA ten, that's his first World Cup. So. Hmm. So there you go. So the consensus is it is a long term investment, and it's probably something you want to have in your PC if you are a soccer fan or a soccer collector. Hmm. Uh, as Saw said, they are case hits, so the rarity of them is one per case. So there isn't going to be that many flooded on the market. Scarcity, as we know in the hobby, is massive, a massive play when it comes to collecting uh, collecting cards. So there you go, Splash. We've answered that one for you. And now we jump into a few new things. Still on the Kaboom uh, topic, because Panini Prism, the preview was released. That's coming out, sorry, but there was a preview, and uh, it was good because Lukey's boy Timo Werner was in the kaboom. Got excited today. <laughs> That's all we want to see. In so, his Chelsea kid and all. It's looking very good. Uh, you boys must be extremely excited for this product. Yeah, apart from you know the rookie class is a little a little weak. 
apart from that, there's some really nice cards, especially the Color Blasts as well. They look really, really good again. The Kaboom is very nice. Um, one thing I didn't like was the way the Hyper looks, the Hyper Prisms look this year. I, I didn't like it too much, personally. I think it looked better on the, on the last design of it. Um, but, you know, it's probably something that will grow on me over, over time. There you go. Ant, any thoughts on it? Oh, he's just muted. Yeah, he's, 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 he's oh, having difficulties. No, no, we'll go this. Um, what I was going to say was, um, I think with this year, just because of just because the rookie, I don't know, if I'm as excited as say when you know there's like last like last year's was a little better, but even last year's wasn't that good. Like with Pookie and stuff. So I think they have to have a bad crop of rookies just to like make sure that they have next year be good as well. Like they can't. It's tough. It's tough, especially in soccer. We've been saying it from the start. It's tough to have rookies in soccer. Tough to yeah. like classify a player as a rookie in soccer. So, so, we, so my question to you then, boys, is with this product having a poor rookie class. What do you go to collect in this product? What are the we thing, The thing is, the rookies are a little poor at the moment. The, yeah. you know, Billy, Billy Gilmore for Chelsea has actually done pretty well when he's played. Um, from what we've seen of these players, um, you know, it's not great. I think first prism of this, because there's a lot of first prism, like there's Fernandez first prism, and it's going to be in his United kit. Um, Ziyech, Werner. I oh, know Werner's already got a prism, but it'll be his first like, Chelsea prism if that's... Because I know a lot of people in Australia like to collect teams and stuff like that. So I think, you know, that that could be a good one. Havertz, it'll be his first one as well. It'll be his first prism as well, yeah? Yeah, it will be. His first prism too. Um, they're just three or four off the top of my head that I can think of being a Chelsea fan. But, um, yeah, I think that might be something. First prism. I'll because, that. Yeah. I'll Look at, say, that. Harry Kane's first prism from Euro. or First prism, I feel like, is something in soccer that is a bit... A lot of people seem to hold it in some regard. I like that. that yeah. That's. I think those like, um, like you said. I think Bruno Fernandez is going to be very popular. Mm. Um, that's his first United card, even not even Prism. That's his first. Yeah. United card. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I think that that'll sell well. I think ZH sells well. I think Greenwood yeah. is his first Prism. I think it that is too, sells yeah. well. Yeah, I've got that one. All the big players sell well. Don't forget there's yeah. Beckham orders in this. That'll yeah. be crazy pulls. Like, it is, there'll be some good cards in this. It's just hard to sell at 690 order, 650, whatever they're pricing it at, USD. Um, and then without those rookies, it's going to yeah. be tough to make your money back on the box rip. Yeah. But in saying that, I will be ripping a box, a personal. I, I didn't. I didn't get a box, and I'm getting FOMO now. Actually, that I did, that I didn't get one. But we'll see if uh, someone can sort me out. If EB Games is uh, gonna get any, well, yeah, I can get some, maybe, maybe I can get some retail. They might. They might get some retail. So they, they that, have gotten it before. So I would look out yeah. there. Uh, anyone who who maybe Definitely. missed out on the pre-orders uh, dropped at some of the retailers. I think maybe also a few other retailers would, would be getting it. They might not have just got any allocation as of yet or allocation news so i'd still keep an eye out um obviously cherry's always first with this stuff because 
Uh, Big G-Man over there has a direct line with uh, Panini themselves. So uh, hence why he gets all, you know product before everyone else. Um, but as I was, I was about to mention before, uh, I was going to mention, but then Anthony literally just uh, took the words right out of my mouth and, and spoke about the, the price of uh, potentially, you know, what they're starting the boxes at. You know, is it going to be worth it? Um, you know, it, it's a tough one because, you know, when you when really, when you look back, you know, this product last year, what was getting sold at probably like 300 bucks a box. Um, and now it's coming to the market at what, 750 a box? It was, over a K, it was over a K at one stage. Right. Um, so, you know, the increase is massive. Um, and, you know, it's all got to do with all the, the, the whole boom around cards, I guess, and, and the interest in it. Um, so... I just just be mindful out there, guys. Just be mindful. Just realize that if you do over, pay overs for a box, that um, potentially you you could be uh, ending your your night in your tears and and not much joy. Um, but also on the flip side, you you've got the chance of hitting the boom and hitting the you know the autos and things like that. Um, but it, it is the uh, does anyone know will uh, Bayoko Saka get a RC Prism card in this because you didn't get one last year or do they do shit like that Panini or what are oh. they doing because we haven't we don't know remember we spoke about this Luke and I would I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does get one when his RC year was actually last year I know in Court Kings he had an RC on I his know he had a, yes he did and that's his official card and that's quite an expensive card it's like a hundred fifty USD card yeah I'm just trying to think I'm just trying to think through those uh, the those he's got that came sticker. out today from it. Yeah, because I'm trying to think what came out today. I don't know if he was in it, though, from memory. I only looked at it quickly. I can't remember. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I'm I think that could be – yeah. that, that'd be uh, huge if, if it is. All, breaks of all time do this thing where they they find out what the rookies are. No, he's not in it. Yeah, only, he's not in it? No, nah, okay. the only Arsenal rookie is Gabriel. Okay. Well, there you go. So, But I'll go through some of the big rookies. Uh, you've got Watkins. That's a yep, big one. Yep. With, especially big. with how well Villa's been doing. Yeah. You've got Billy Gilmore, like you said, Lukey. Yeah. Um, Patrick Bamford, I rate heavy. Bamford, yeah, my boy. Right um, what else? We've got Curtis Jones for Liverpool, the greatest team of all time. Uh, you've got Nico <laughs> Williams, also for Liverpool. you got Brandon Williams for United. The greatest team of all time. Timothy Fossa Mensa. I think that's... Decent. Williams is, might be an all right as, one as well. I think the big rookie butt of the whole thing is Fabio Silva. I think that would be a big chase one for Wolves. Yeah. I think people are pretty high on him. So. No. How, how no. old's what? How, sorry, how old's Maybe. Watkins? I actually young. don't know. Young? He's young. He's like 20. I don't know off the top of my head. Boys, I've nearly fallen off my chair here. I just looked up the latest price of uh, that Pitch Kings Boyoko Saka. Uh, at one yeah. point, I was seeing this card at 150 USD, and the last sold on pizza at 405 USD raw. Oh, fucking hell. What? <laughs> Not a word of a lie. So if anyone thinks that there's no money to be made in the soccer market, you're absolutely yeah. off your pockets, <laughs> mate. Bloody hell. No, what, Watkins is 25. So it's 25. Ah, uh, 25, okay. But that, that soccer, is that the Pitch Kids 3 or 4? Yeah. 3? Pitch like the... Kings, it's an R4. That's a beautiful card as well, the blue mm. blue background. Tough to grade as well. So I don't know what that's a that's a bit of a pricey move. If anyone's got anyone have PSA up there, I was wondering what the pop I mean, was. I mean he'd have he'd have to be pretty good if he I mean one good thing that's going for is literally he's got one rookie card. 
So yeah. I guess that's priced into the factor of the card. Yeah. Uh, I probably should have bought it at 150. I thought it was overpriced. I was like, oh, he hasn't proven much, but I guess yeah. a lot of people see see the potential when he does play for Arsenal, so that probably drives a bit of the price. Mm. But is there a pop Luke was asking source on that card? Uh, most definitely. Uh, use roll on and I will find the pop. All right. No, we'll no, jump cool. straight Wait, just, just before yeah. Just before we jump ahead, I wanted to point out the card of this whole set, I reckon, is three three big ones that we forgot to mention. Aside from what we mentioned, there's a Greenwood color blast where I did, which I didn't know. There's a wow. Grealish color blast which Ooh. would be Ooh, massive. That's good too. And then you got like there's some really good color blasts in here: De Bruyne, Aguero, Fernandez, Kane, Son again. Um, no, no Fernandez, but you've got Salah, Mane. The, the color blast is stacked. A Bamiang, Traore, like a Z. Wow. Wow. That's huge. Pulisic, Mount, Calvert Lewin, Richarlison. Everyone here is like a baller. So, so what, what you're saying yeah. is the inserts are going to be the, the, the big yeah. hits. In the, this. Yeah. 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 I'll agree with that. Um, and to, to your last note, Luke, uh, 11 total graded on that Bayoko Saka uh, rookie card, total, yeah. Kings. Uh, wow. Two tens, uh, six nines, and three eights on the PSA. Okay. There you go. All right, boys. Moving on to Mosaic Soccer was announced also today. Uh, you two must be very excited about this. You want to go first, Ann? Yeah. Um, I think that this is like, – I originally thought that they do PRISM. For the Liga and Serie A, but this is just as good, if not better, because it it prestiges the EPL, but they're using their established brands. Like Mosaic was great last year for NBA, and, and it's football been great. too, just, and football, and yeah, huge NFL for football, crazy good. Yeah, it came out early, it came at a good time. Yeah, um, I think this is amazing. I absolutely love the idea, especially for doing it for both leagues separately. Because you're going to have collectors go at both. Now, it'll be interesting what they price each app. Because if they're doing 650 for EPL, I expect that Mosaic will probably be around the 400 mark. 450, 400. Just to separate like the, the levels. If they go 650, 650 across the board, like it'll be... I'll still buy it. Like I'll, I'll still consider opening because it's the first Mosaic product. There are so many... Um, ways to, to the opportunities in La Liga and Serie A. I'll let Luki go into a bit more, especially on Serie A, but the prospecting that you can do in those leagues are far superior, in my opinion, than EPL. Because you're going to get, like, a lot of players come from Atletico. So you're going to have rookies from there that eventually want to get bought by these Premier League teams. And you can, you know, you can, there'll be a lot of more opportunities, I think. I love Mosaic. I think Mosaic's a great, great brand. It's smart, smart play by them. Yeah, just backing up what Anthony said, I, I love Mosaic as well. I think it was really good last year. Um, even the ones when it was with Prism, like in basketball, like 2018, the Trey Young one's sick. It's actually something I'm, I'm looking for at the moment. Trey Young, um, the 2018 Prism Mosaic. Um, yeah, uh, it looks sick. Last year, the design was awesome. I wonder if they're going to use the same design as what they used. I'm not sure on that. Um, I guess we're going to have to wait and see. I really hope they do. Um, 
insert wise, I wonder if they're going to use like you know how they have like NBA debut MVP. I wonder how that's going to work, how that's going to play out. Um, the variants, the variants are sick. Um, that's and definitely the color match. That I was saying off camera, Genesis um, hopefully makes an appearance in that, which I'm pretty sure it will. Um, one player I'm going to be looking for, a bit of a PC, um, is Osman for Napoli. It'd be his rookie as well, so you should get the RC logo. Um, I think he's got only a sticker from memory, a little sticker. I think that's it. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm very keen for that. I'll definitely be copying a box of Syria and maybe so Liga, we'll see how we go. In there, especially yeah. Syria, like you're gonna have Ronaldo having yeah. his standalone. Like it's yeah. not gonna be in. Um, United, I guess they'll have Real Madrid. I can see them doing that. I can yep. see them using legends because you can. It opens up this all this cachet that they can use. You know, they can use Beckham in Real Madrid. They can use Ronaldinho in AC Milan. They can use you know Ibrahimovic in AC Milan. Now they can do a flashback. Like there's so yeah. many potential ways they can use this. They got a lot of content. I'm buzzing for it. Nebula, yeah. Nebula, Ronaldo, and Messi. Oh, like <laughs> first, first Nebula ever. Yeah, like it could Even, get crazy with those. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm more excited for both of those than, than tomorrow's uh, prism. So, Even just like the color match variants as well. Like Osman, like I was saying again, just a blue blue mosaic. I think was numbered to ninety nine in basketball blue mosaic because I've got a hunter one. Um, that with his. You know, light blue, uh, sky blue, Napoli kit. The color match is going to be sick. Um, definitely something I'm going to be looking for. The Inter, you know, Inter and um, Inter with the blue mosaic is going to look nice too. Same with um, Milan. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty pumped to be honest for mosaic. Nice. Probably more, probably more than for tomorrow's uh, EPL yeah. prism. I reckon it's going to be big. As you saw, basketball and football was really popular, as you boys said, and it's become. Next to Prism in basketball, probably the most popular, uh, like low end product. In terms, you're going to tops optic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I think. It's I think. Tough. You know yeah, what? No, I, think? I reckon it does. Mosaic does. I think really. In okay. soccer, mosaic is going to be right there with Prism. I think Prism yeah. isn't established like it is in NBA. I think Prism. And mosaic are going to be like neck and neck, especially because they're across two different leagues. You're not going to have a prism. You're going to have an EPL mosaic. You're going to have different leagues have their own respective things. I think they'll be right there next to each other. Yeah. I think it's a smart move. I think Panini have realised soccer is going to be. It's going to be the product, the the sport for this year. They know the next two years. They it's must huge. know because they, look, they look have to pumping up. They're going to do chronicles. They're going to do Mosaic La Liga, Mosaic Syria. They're going to do a Mosaic for Euro. Even Euro Select last year, you know, they, they completely trashed it. They said, all right, screw it. Let's do it again in a Mosaic format. They're going to have Immaculate. They're going to have, I'm assuming, National Treasures. Flawless. There. I'm assuming Flawless. There was one more as well. I'm just thinking now. And there was Keep, keeps walking, I'll think. Chronicles, I said, but like you're talking about, like oh, eight, so one more. Seven, yeah, maybe nine releases in a calendar year. Last year, what five, four, five max? It was about that, Ooh. yeah. Like they know, I guarantee they sitting there, they're realizing we just need to tap into an Asian market and a European market, Dude. and it's game over. 
it's mm. over. We're running away with a bag. Like it's smart boys there. Smart boys. Yeah, definitely. I'm, not gonna I'm so deep. I'm, I'm so deep. It's going to be good. I'm, 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 I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited that they're getting other leagues on board. You know, they should be targeting. Yeah. They should be targeting the top five leagues. You know, it should be the you know obviously Premier League, Spanish League, Serie A, um, then the the French League and the German League. And they should be getting. You know, I think I don't know if there's uh, someone that has a contract with the German League. I'm not sure. Tops. But yeah, if tops has it. all right, that's fine. Yeah. That's all right. They don't need that league then. So as long as there's a one company covering each league, I think this is good for cards. Like this is good. Then you mm. you get all the rookies. And you can get that sort of rookie thing. I mean, they needed to define. The fine, like we've spoken about before, Anthony, the, the rookie issue that, that some of these companies are facing. Like, I mean, I disagree with what they do. I mean, but, you know, if we can get some clarity around that, then that's going to go a long way in keeping the market I think, I think what, Panini did today, what Panini did with this checklist is a step forward. You know, they said, we're not giving... They could have easily given Greenwood and Tucker a rookie logo. Easily. Mm. What do they care? Yeah. But they said, no... Well, we don't. I'm pretty sure no. From all the photos I've seen of Greenwood, there's no rookie logo. But who knows? Tomorrow might be a, a rookie logo with people opening. But they said no, no rookie logo. That was last season's product. Now we're moving forward, and this is how we're going to do it. You know, one season, every release in that season is your rookie. I'm assuming this is the way it's going to be now from going now. So, so I, I like maybe they see now like podcast. Uh, and uh, speaking about the spamming of the RC logo, you know. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, but it's very exciting times ahead for soccer. So uh, we definitely will be looking very, uh, of, uh, looking forward to it, sorry, uh, when it comes around on the calendar. Now, next up, we have PSA and BGS raise their grading prices throughout the week. Uh, I'm going to throw this one to Saucy to start off with. Um, the fans want to hear you lose it a little bit, mate. You know we don't like when you when you're nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calm, Doma, because I've been saying this uh, for how long that the price rise uh, went from eight fifty to twelve dollars to fourteen dollars, and I was like, oh, you know, I said I don't know in what world a company raises their prices on their service uh, literally fifty five percent in in six months. And uh, it's considered normal, um, you know. And I, I said, you know, imagine you, you, your, your, the local cafe you used to go to uh, raised raised your prices fifty five percent in three months. Uh, would you just keep eating there, even though you got you got to pay an extra fifty five percent on what you usually paid for the exact same thing? Um, and most people will probably just move on to a different uh, place or venue to to get a fee. Uh, which is what I would do as well, but it seems to be with grading because the ROIs are so high on these PSA cards. Um, people keep flooding them with submissions. Uh, words come out, we've got 10 million cards in backlog, uh, supposedly, um, and it's just gotten worse. It was, you know, it started with 2 million. That was the first word that we got, 2 million. And the rumor was million, five, Then went to 8 million. And then it went uh, 10 million now. Uh, so... Um, do they think that the price rises are really going to help? I mean, I hope so, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath. I genuinely don't think they will help regardless. Um, 
the price rises, I, I'm not going to get angry over it because I called it previously that they were raising the prices significantly. And I was like, why are they going to stop then when their backlog's gone from 2 million to 4 million to 5 million to 10 million? Why are they going to stop raising their prices? Because they raise and you keep sending shit there. So, like, they've got no reason to not raise their prices. Now, essentially, they're trying to just make the same amount of money uh, for doing half the amount of work. So, it's not going to help. The, it's not going to help any of the turnaround times, uh, ladies and gents. So, just just wipe that off your radar. It's not going to help. It's literally, uh, for anyone who's not aware, $20 is their base. 20 USD is their base sub, their bulk sub. Um, and it says on their site, uh, minimum 8 to 12 months, minimum. So it could be up to, you know, 18 months, who, who knows. Um, could be up to three and a half years. Fuck, that's how bad they are. But um, it's, it's, it's not, it, it's nothing that I didn't know was coming. Um, I just, you know, I don't think people are surprised at this because they've, you know, been raising their prices consistently over the last 12 months. Anyone else has a word to say on it? I just, you know, I'm gonna be I, the, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm gonna be the yes. Advocate. I'm gonna rile you up, but I'm gonna take a deep breath before that. All right. He's, he's scared of what Sauls might. Be. <laughs> two things. Two things. No, it's gonna slap him through I the camera, uh, through the screen. I understand, like, from a business perspective, these people are sending in boatloads of cars. If it's up to ten million, and I can see how if they want to expand, they just got acquired. It's a new business. I think it was inevitable that the price was going to go up. And from the way I think it's worded, they're going to use that money to scale, expand, train new staff. You know, they're using it for training fees, staff fees, or or stuff like that. So I can see why they have, they don't have to, but it's going to help them expand. I can also see the negative side of it. I can see how if you were someone that would buy up, you know, if you if I want to do the Marvel thing where I wanted to buy all these $1 cards and then all of a sudden I have to ship them to PSA and pay $20 a card and get them back in 18 months, one, I'm most likely going to miss the window where they get hot, which I did. You know, like some of my Marvel stuff is at PSA. So I kind of missed the hot period. Um, so you're going to miss that. It's going to be a lot tougher to do because you're going to have all that money outstanding for 18 months, 12 months. And so people are going to be, they are going to be, they're going to have to be a little bit more cautious with what they send in. People are now going to, it favors individuals who have the expensive cards, raw, and are willing and able to spend whatever it is for that five day. I think the five day went up to 150 USD. So they're going to take cards that are, you know, they were going to pay 65 USD for a week ago, and now they're going to take the and and spend 150 USD or whatever it was a week ago. They're willing to pay that because they know that, you know, the card is going to appreciate in, in value in time. Um, but it takes it kind of they win both ways because I do truly believe that the amount of cards sent in will lessen. You know whether the backlog is 
fixed quickly, like your biggest beef with them, with the backlog not being like you don't think that the backlog will be fixed quickly. We'll wait and see because you know, like they've had quite a bit of time now to try and cut that backlog down, but the yeah. cards just keep coming in. But we'll have to wait and see. Like I just. I can't imagine what 10 million cards in a warehouse looks like. I was literally just seeing that. I'm like, I wonder what 10 million cards looks like. A qu- question, though. Question, though. If they get the backlog down, do the prices change? No. No chance. Way. No chance. Prices, Thank you. prices no chance. will go up again. Thank you. So, Sorcy says it because I want to take the credit for the next time. In the next um, Crunch Time podcast that happens, these prices are temporary these are one year to maybe six months to one year i guarantee you that prices go up and they, how they many, have to how many they'll go up had again within the next 90 days i guarantee you no 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 well it's happened in three month cycles source is not wrong as much i was as, gonna say how many times they gone up in the ridiculous. last year so when uh, no. source first talked about it in probably august mm. when the cards were eight dollars it's march uh, like first week of March, and it's up to twenty dollars. So it's gone up almost well, one hundred and fifty percent. No one, no, it's no not one that much. It, it was, it wasn't. No one then. It was probably about, it was probably about twelve dollars then. It was probably about eleven to twelve dollars. No one that's sent in on bulk has seen their cards. That's the craziest part. I don't, I don't think they're seeing it anytime soon they don't either. Exist anymore. Yeah, <laughs> your, your cards are now NFTs. That's how you're gonna get. <laughs> I don't. I, it's just. It's gonna be so tough to clear up that. That thing and look, it, it goes both ways. Like they're trying to be, they know now that they are the number one. They, it's it's mm. clear as day in terms of value that your card gets on the aftermarket on on eBay and stuff like that. PSA tens are by far number one, right? I know that. I know. <laughs> look at Sosie. I know. <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's true. On average, <laughs> I would take on 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 like a HGA versus versus whatever. A new HDA versus a new PSA, whatever. On average, PSA tens fetch the highest dollar. That's why people submit. That's why they can do shit like this. Come but, on, so you could submit at least one card to PSA, bro. Nah, they raise their. I'll submit. I'll submit in PSA. your name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ship it straight to you. I still think that this opens the door to HGA. Yep. And oh, did you sure. did you see sure. what HGA put on their yep. on their Facebook? That was such a like gangster move. I would do that. That that's, is something that's, a great that's what I tried to do with EB Games versus versus uh, the rest. Like try and pitch against the main company. You got to do that, and I love that approach. No, we're not yeah. upping our prices. We want to scale in time. Now HGA will eventually up their price. I guarantee you. It's just inevitable. But for them to do that, and then for them to like dig their their feet in the sand and say, look. This is how we're doing it right now. We're keeping it this price. Let's go. Let's let's see where we this goes. I love that, and I think it's a unique opportunity for Beckett as well. Beckett, I feel like I've lost all their credibility with the fake slabs, and they've lost a lot of the market share. They used to be the top dog. Apparently, I wasn't around for that. They used to be the top dog. So I think that it's a unique opportunity for Beckett to be like. Let's lower our prices. Let's try and beat PSA. Well, they increased their prices as well to 38 USD a card, brother. On what? For a bulk? For their lowest one, lowest sub. Oh, well, that's 
<laughs> so it's just a nasty fucker right there, man. That's destroyed you. No, that's stupid on their part. Like, you beeping with PSA, that's stupid on Beckett's part. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm... But at least they put subgrades. What do you reckon the market share is? If you had to do percentages on cards submitted, PSA is in the 70%. I guarantee it. 70 plus. 80. Yeah. No one's... I guess guess 70. Probably not 80. Do you you understand how we've gotten to this position of how it's that perception that PSA is like the best? And... It's only got to do with the ROI you get back on your cards. And the ROI has increased, the differential has increased between the two companies um, significantly, you know, especially over the last 12 months um, for reasons that um, only have to do with new and new, more and more people joining the hobby, existing uh, larger people in the hobby you know, promoting only PSA cards, essentially. Yeah. Now, every new person that joins only wants to buy the PSA because they see that, you know, influencer who's, or famous person who's buying only PSA. Yeah. And it's not like the actual card, what you're buying behind the slab is any better in a PSA slab than what is better in a BGS. You know, with how many videos do you need to I've see been saying that. Crack, I think, I think cracking BGS. BGS and sending you PSA or people cracking PSA and sending you yeah. BGS. Like vice versa, I don't give a shit. You know, the whole integrity within the thing is all flawed until AI grading is the only way, right? So the fact that the discrepancy is like this, it's only like this because of the marketing aspect that PEA, PSA has built around their brand, right? It's got nothing to do with actually... Yeah, I mean, I've commended it. I've commended it. We we commended that, man. We've... Exactly. 100%. I've said that. Mark, but... Like, good marketing is good business. And yeah, they, they know what like, they're doing. 100%. Look at, look at the Logan Paul thing. Oh, 100%. Like, Logan Paul now has three PSA 10s. Shout out to Will Creasy, first of all. He's got the yeah. Charizard, Australian. Um, I forgot his name on, on IG, but I know him from the, from the Facebook group. His Charizard came uh, PSA 10, and he got the, the stamp. But things like that by PSA... Is what graded within 24 hours, didn't it? So did he grade it on the spot? Did he get graded graded on the spot or something? 24 hours has a custom Logan Paul logo. That's just smart marketing on their part. Whether that delegitimizes the value of a card, (laughs) separate story. We're at differences of opinions here. See, I think it's such a gimmick. It's It's such a gimmick gimmick to pump their brand like that, that they would automatically slap a 10 on it, even if it wasn't a 10. Because the fact that it was pulled by Logan Paul... It's all about the marketing. It's all about pushing the brand. And, like, this is where the integrity of these companies mm. and grading is falling behind in what the actual service that you're paying for, which is to pay for a quality of service of grading the card in a quality that we deem is a 10 quality. And they've yeah. proven over and over again, and we've seen statistics and we've had people, you know, come on our podcast and, and say things to us and, you know, and make us aware of the actual parameters that they're working within, it's not 10 worthy, right? And it's just so, the whole thing is so flawed. The whole PSA 10 market that, is though. so inflated that we'll it's argue, ridiculous. We'll different things, but you're yeah. arguing the integrity of the grading on a 10-point scale, which I think one, if a human is doing it, it's flawed. doesn't matter what you say. 
it, it goes back to everyone says it. If you're having a bad day, you're in great at shit. Why wouldn't you? You, know, you have to put your and, impact, your emotion yeah. on it. And to but, an, yeah, to an extent, though, AI does have its flaws as well. As for sure, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's like obviously, yeah, trying to get it in like in sync after it scans so many cards. There's flaws in that, and you're going to get flaws initially. But you'd think in the long run. It corrects itself and it becomes a perfect model. I'm sure, no, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. the discrepancies. If you graded a thousand cards by a grader and a thousand cards by AI after it had time to machine learn and you know go through its processes and you know it's you know it learns as it goes, then I there should be a lot less variance in the quality of card that gets graded. You know what I mean? What the think? variance is that, too this, much. This is another thing. If you're back, if you're any grading company, and let's say in a day you've got to do. Well, let's say HDA. HDA have how many? How many do they get? 2,200 a week? No, they're doing like 3K a week. Oh, 3K a week. That's very different to when you've got 10 million sitting in a, a warehouse. And you're probably allocating 30 seconds per card, max a minute per card, two minutes per card. Compared to HDA, can, they can do a screen on their own person. Then they can do a quality check too. Then they can put it through the AI, take it out, like formulate a... Uh, create a formula that gets the best of all three, make sure it's that, slab it, and then ship it off. And you've still got time to spare. Like, you should see how efficient they're doing it. But from a business perspective, I think that PSA needs something so drastic. Like, but then again, like, I was thinking, I've like, got, like a got, Jordan being yeah. off-center. But Jordans have been off-center and graded a 10. You know, that Jordan yeah, that sold it. Oh, Gold. no, they're, they're, they're well and far ahead at this point in and it ain't going to change. And I'm, fight, be, I'm fighting a losing battle. And the only way it changes is if there's someone who's more influential than me that points out this absolutely ridiculous um, transparency, yeah. like discrepancy in what's going on. But, you know, if you're a fucking collector, this is your opportunity to go buy the cheap BGS stuff because it's just as good in quality. So, I, I don't do you know, think that ever in, in our... Sorry, sorry. No, go, go, go. But do you think that ever in the next 12 months... Either HGA, BGS, or another one can even compete with PSA. No, no. You never well, know. We, uh, I had a look at some. I'm not saying HGA, but just based off what these cards are selling for, it's pretty interesting. You know, five hundred and thirty dollars for a base uh, Zion Prism uh, 9.5 HGA, and you know, a BGS 9.5 is you know four fifty. So it's selling for a bit more, and there's only one on the market. I understand. So we need to see when there's uh, more, more on the market. But um, if you have a look at like you know PSA ten, they're trading for about six fifty right now. So you know only fifty, a hundred bucks less than a PSA ten, but it's not actually a ten. So if it did get a ten, it could potentially be the same value. Um, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see as more and more come on the market. But there's people out there that that just don't want to they just don't want to acknowledge like SGC and like it's just like but oh, yeah, they're the only that. they're the only ones that are having a I mean not SGC HGA, sorry. HGA. Oh, right. don't worry yeah, about SGC SGC I don't SGC, SGC don't worry about SGC, SGC HGA, because yeah. but the only one having a crack at the AI grade so them, I but... think you know people need to just be mindful what did PSA come out with AI it will defile you all their slabs that were graded no, by it won't stop it won't. You reckon? No, it won't. We've spoken if, to people in the hobby, and they said no. 
what's their reason why? What's their reason why? That's it, Luke. Correct. See, Luke, what Luke just said then is 100%. I was being sarcastic. but oh, okay, yeah. No, no, yeah. But, no, but to that point, what Luke just said, by precedent, Luke said the old slab to the new slab, the old slab devalued. By yeah. precedent, every single slab card, BGS, PSA, if they go to AI, should be devalued to some extent. Yeah. But it won't happen. Do you think they would change, if they did start doing AI, do you think they're going to change the label and it's going to be different or do you think it'll be the same? Have to. You're going to be different. Have yeah, to. I have to. Yeah. I have to de- declare that this one's done. AI. But, the, but the issue okay. is, but the issue is, what happens if someone that wants to debunk, like th- this is how good PSA could be, like this AI technology, yeah, to debunk anything, people will be like, I'm going to re-slab my PSA nine or my PSA eight, mm. and what's to say with the AI grading PSA just go, well, we're just going to slap it in the same slab again because we don't want our credibility to, to get hurt. Could do that. You know, it could, could come back. It could come back as a 10, and a 10 could come back as an 8, but mm. they're not going to change that. That's, yeah. bad, mm. that's bad for business. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. The other thing uh, I mentioned to Source, I want to put it to you too, uh, we spoke about, and Anthes comes to your point about like, you know, those low end cards that probably there isn't going to get as many submitted now because the price rise. Um, but my whole thing is you go buy a $15 raw card, a PSA nine, you know, is worth 40 bucks, for example. So you have to go get it graded. It brings your card price to $35. If it comes back as a nine, you only make $5 profit. Yeah? What's to say? And this comes back to in passing. I'll make the reference in passing. What we've seen with uh, the egg and other and other cards. No, seriously. And I've said this before. The people that have the power in the hobby are us. Mm. We have the power with everything. With which grading company we want to use, we actually have the power on the secondary market in setting the prices for boxes. We have the power for what cards should be going for. We have the power to get a card from sixty cents and get it up to three hundred dollars if we Facts. want to. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. what's to say we don't have the power to shoot PSA in the foot and hurt ourselves at the same time by saying, well, instead of making five dollars on that PSA nine Cam Reddish, for example, we'll just use him as an example. Why don't we? say the next base value price for a PSA 9 is $85. So we can make $40 on the card when we get it back as a PSA 9. And now the PSA 8 is of the value of $40. Mm. What's to say yeah. they can't scale it that way? Like, you know what I'm saying? Could be. Like, yeah, I agree then, with that. And then, and then it hurts PSA again because their $10 million, ba- uh, 10 million card backlog yeah, okay, we're going to make a dent in it, which I but agree with you. Think yeah, but if, if guys are buying lots of cards for a dollar, two dollars, and they still send it in at twenty dollars a pop, and it comes back and it's worth eighty-five dollars, people are still going to do that because it's three, four x your money. Yeah, yeah. So it, with the, the, the situation doesn't improve. Realistically, so realistically, this could happen. The double-edged sword, really, for PSA has been the fact that they're the leader with prices on the market, and they marketed so well that no matter what you do with your prices, people are going to still send you cards. Yeah. But but yeah. you have to think the money, all this money... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, which should help expand it. It would be idiotic to like just use oh. that for marketing. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. 
No, but, well, but Andrew, yeah, they don't need to one thing, I, one thing I'll say on that point, I thought the same thing when their share prices rose from freaking, you know, 20 bucks to 75 bucks, 80 bucks, 90 bucks, having all, price, this, having, having all this extra money uh, That's coming different in. to like when 50 minutes, well, how much How much they have bought for? Something crazy. 900 and like something million. Almost a billion dollars. Mm. That money comes in, that's like some serious, that, that, now we can build. There'll be know? significant changes and I don't think I they believe need. in some of the people there as well. Yeah, hundred percent. There's always there's, there's good people in everything, and I'm not saying PSA. So, even Source isn't saying PSA is the devil. Like all he's saying. No, is, I know what he's saying. All he's I, saying I, is I agree like, with most. You've got to everything fix Source is saying business. is right. Yeah, you've got to fix your business plan accordingly. Yeah. You can't just say, "Oh, we're just going to raise prices," but nothing changed from the initial thing. Now that I know the acquisitions come into play, all right, we've raised it again. The prices. Okay, that's fine because it, it's an under new management now, new acquisition. But with the new acquisition, if nothing happens and they raise the price again, they literally come on. They're taking. Like, I would have also liked um, for them to word it nicer. I did. I didn't like how there was a photo going around and it's like, this is what it should could be. And everyone's like, oh my god, this is the price. This is the price, and that got shared everywhere. Yeah. And then the prices came out. There was no like. I'd like to have faces associated with the brand. And they come out and say, look, you understand that there is a backlog. We are promising or we're going to promise to cut this down. You know, I want that. I want that. Put, like, you know, you know oh, what I mean? But they won't. They won't. You know, okay. I was just trying to think you want to hold your breath on that one. I'm optimistic. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm just, but, you know, you know what? This, this creates a massive opportunity for everyone right now. It does. Like Saucy has been telling us privately, you should we should be buying up PSA cheap slabs because every cheap slab is now worth more. It is like you put the, your point to like you know it could jump from forty dollars to eighty dollars. That's right. You've got to get it now while it's hot. And BGS slabs, cheap BGS slabs that are like fifty, hundred dollars. It's going to be more. It's going to be uh, it's going to be much more. The bottom line gets raised now exactly right yeah so literally that's it we'll see how it goes but yeah they've made their changes obviously try and get in where you can obviously factor in when we when you do your research factor in the raw price of the card factor in the sub price to get your card graded but then look at what the grades go for all right so that's the main thing that's the advice we're going to give everyone so just combine those things together Especially if you're going through BGS, all right? Just slap on that 38 USD price tag on the end of that raw card that you bought and just hope that the graded slab really can make you some money if you want that. If not, if you want it for your PC, well, then so be it. So, but we'll see what happens there. All right, well, now we're going to go into a bit of uncharted territory. We haven't really moved into this circle. There's been a lot of buzz uh, just in the hobby. Uh I'm going to clarify here right now. You three may agree with me. You may disagree with me. It's been chatter in the hobby, but what we're going to talk about is not actually part of the hobby, in my opinion. It's its 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 own entity. It's its own market. We just wanted to bring it up. Uh, a lot of people have asked the four of us about this, so we thought we'd just come together, bit of a forum here and just discuss it. So NFTs are what we're talking about. If you don't know an NFTs, it is a non-fungible token. It is Top Shot, Logan Paul, uh, 
NFT drops. Uh, there's so many of them. There's what's the cat one called? I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's, uh, it's just crazy, crazy, something. crazy, crazy. Oh, what's the one with crypto all the kitties. monkeys? Crypto punks. Crypto kitties. That's crypto the punk. That's it. Uh, crypto punk. Crypto punks are crazy. Like, yeah. They're kind so, of crazy. If anyone's interested start. first to start off okay. with yeah, about the magnitude of this stuff and the day, daily sales volume that is going on on some of these uh, NFT uh, items, uh, please check out the website, uh, cryptoslam.io, and uh, you will see the... Uh, the daily sales volume that's going on on NBA Topshop, CryptoPunks, CryptoKitties, um, and the works. So, um, yeah, I think it's um, most definitely something that's uh, blown up in the last three weeks. I mean, if you're part of if you're part of the forum out of uh, in Clubhouse, um, it's pretty much you know a daily topic. You find a room talking about talking about uh, NFTs. So um, really, really uh, interesting. And, you know, it's going to, it's, I think it's on the precipice of, you know, there's going to be uh, a lot of failed projects, but, you know, there's going to be some projects that do work out of this in the end of the day. And, and that's where you're going to want to have your money invested, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I've got, look, I've got a lot of thoughts about this. A lot of thoughts of NFTs. I think uh, the platform, like the technology of an NFT, amazing. I think it changes the world. I agree with a lot of what, I'm just going to keep referring to Gary Vee. Gary Vee says all these marvelous things about it. I agree with all of them. I think 99% of the NFTs that are out there right now suck suck like straight up i think that the logan paul nft of him opening the packs of cards i i just i'd see no value in it someone else can and that's the beauty of it you can see a value in it wherever you see a value in it i'm just looking at it from it's you know, well if you're, it's like you're putting your money in sense. yeah How it's people art. interpret it that's How right people interpret it i love i love i absolutely love that creators are going to be the ones that benefit from this. You can set your percentage that you recoup from every sale of every single thing. So if I make something, I put out a mint and NFT, and all of a sudden it sells for a million dollars in five years, I'm going to get the percentage that I set. So it's 5%, 10%, whatever it is. Cool. I think that's amazing. I think the the technology for music will, and I'm very passionate about that. I love music and like hip-hop and rap and that whole thing where artists are locked into 360 deals and artists are being ripped off by their managers and their labels i absolutely love that they can mint their music as nfts sell them direct to consumer people get five percent ten percent whatever it is um whatever they set their parameters to be to recoup on every sale from now on now my beef with it I think so rare is trash. I've been chirping at Gary, and I'll say it to Gary eventually. I've been saying it on Lucas Tigers and Bronze podcast on their their clubhouse thing that they were hosting. I think it's trash. I think that the platform is trash, and I, I just want to be open about it. You know, 
he said that NFTs are a lot of a lot of NFTs are going to be you know wasted money in terms of investment. But I do think that something like so rare, where a company like EA can come in and you know just take over that market because EA have the platform already. You know what I mean? So look, that's my honest opinion. I don't want to, and at the same time, I don't want to shit on so rare because I can see like the value it's bringing to so many people about soccer, getting people in the hobby. But look, man, if you're paying 80,000 euros for Mbappe and the entry level, if you want to get a player that's an entry level and it's, you know, 100 euros, and this is, we're talking about Jap, Japanese league players, I don't see the value in that. I just don't. And and it goes back to the point where everyone can see the value themselves and they can invest their money where they like. I don't see it. I think I would warn people because as someone that, and I spoke about this during the week and on my IG page, I invested in Topshop. 15, $14.50 I bought for Devin Booker and I could see it slowly going down and then spiking back up and then going down. And in, in my mind when I saw that, I'm like, it's the time to get out. You know, there's not enough juice in this for me to feel secure about my investment. Bang, sold at 1200 done. And sure enough, three days later, we're sitting here, those Devin Booker cards, which are rare. They're numbered to 2000 It's his game-winning shot over Kawhi and PG. In terms of value optically, it's ridiculous. Well, you, you boys saw it. You boys, you know, that's a beautiful top shot to own. Now, the value is going down because I can see people are hesitant to put their money into NFTs. So I would say be careful, do your research, don't get caught out, don't get caught out in this. There's going to be millions, billions of NFTs minted over the next year, and maybe 1% hold their value. I think CryptoPunks, because they were number one, they were the first NFT ever minted, hold their value. I think Topshop could hold their value. I think Sora doesn't. That's just my opinion. That was a bit of a rant. And if you go on Crypto Slam, you'll see a whole bunch of other collectibles that are NFTs that are that are running, and um, you can see their daily volume. Um, it's uh, tracks, you know, collectibles that are NFTs. And now, you know, as Ant said, they're doing all different types of NFTs. So, um, if you're not aware, I mean, or want more understanding, I'm telling you, literally, just YouTube. What is an NFT? Um, you know, how does an NFT work? And you'll find someone to explain it to you probably better than what we could. But um, it's it's an interesting space. And the way I've likened it is very similar to what I've seen around uh, when crypto sort of got its first boom two, two years ago or three years ago. Um, and then all these altcoins popped up. And now some of those altcoins are successful coins and they're still got projects uh, running alongside them and, and they're, they're doing well and they're progressing. Um, they're still around today, you know, three years on. But there was a hell of a lot of altcoins that were literally just created um, out of nothing and, and were created for no real purpose, no real use. And, and they failed miserably and pretty much just uh, took everyone's money and invested. So, you know, you need to do your research. You need to understand what NFTs is first and then understand the concept. Uh, once you understand the concept, then you can, you know, understand what uh, the different ways that you can 
buy an NFT or buy an item that is, you know, has an NFT attached to it, um, and then making. I want I want someone to argue me. I want someone to argue with me, and people in, in on Clubhouse are—it's so fifty-fifty. Like people are getting into heated arguments, but I want someone to DM me and explain to me, you know, the value without mentioning the word money. I'm talking about Top Shot specifically, but talk about Top Shot without mentioning you can make this much. You can make this much. Tell me that. Explain it to me in that way. Because so many people got in so early. You know, um, Cage was talking about it today on his pod. He got in at, in the start of January. And he was opening packs. And he packed a Luca. And the floor on that Luca is 80 something thousand dollars. You know, you're talking about a pack that is $10 or whatever it was. And the floor on that, it's numbered out of twenty, uh, out of 50 or something. Just like that is crazy. And I can see why people are so happy because they just, oh, my God, I've got all this money. But you need to make those sales, first of all. And you need to explain to me kind of like why is it worth that much without explaining, without mentioning the word money. That's what I want. Luke? That's a good verification. I want to do that. I think that'll change. I think I mentioned to you boys off camera last week. I think that changes with like the sentimental value of the moments. So like say, for example, Top Shot, yeah? If you're at a game, and uh, say you're at that Devin Booker hitting that shot over Kawhi and PG, yeah? Wouldn't you want to have something like that to keep as a memory? I know the, you know, the counter argument is go on YouTube and watch it, but wouldn't you rather have something numbered and say something like that it's not tangible, but I guess, you know, who knows one day you might be able to get like a photo frame that projects NFTs I on your like wall. That. See, yeah. I like that. But we're a bit far from that. But I'm that's just saying, what I'm saying. Who, like, who like knows, what, yeah. I, what I'm trying to say is that I can understand. And if the moment is a hundred USD, I can understand. But yeah. if you're talking about moments that like they minted this is another part that my head isn't really i don't understand it 100 percent. that devon booker moment was minted out of 2600 whatever but there's another version of it where it's called uh, i think cool cats or it was a different you know variation of it exact same moment but just branded a little bit different and it's out of a thousand or out of 500 whatever it is exact same moment so at what point do they – what if they just mint the same moment again with out of 10,000? I don't see why they can't do that as well. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, and honestly, I'm yet to hear that argument as well. It's just money. Every time it comes back to an NFT, it's money because it's crypto, so it's money. That's yeah. it. That's all I keep hearing, money, money. No one said to me the value of this is because of this. But we're talking but, about Top Shot. Yeah, I know. I understand. Luke, you made a good point. We have a frame and you can project it on there, yeah. And I people, think that so, happens as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. And call me naive, yeah. And we just said, oh, yeah, but what? why can't I go on YouTube and do it? What's the difference? And I understand. I heard, I'm pretty sure it was Gary Vee said, um, it's like having a Mona Lisa, yeah. yeah. There's always someone that's going to have a replica. But yeah, I, I think get the, that. 
Yeah. I get that, but why can't I go on YouTube and create the playlist of all my favorite moments and then have that projected on there? No, it's a little I'm, different. I understand. Because, because of the ownership aspect. Yeah, that's okay. what I was about to say. The value but, of ownership. But technically, but technically then, technically, if it's going down this path, YouTube and all these things should lose the rights to showing these clips on their platforms. And Is, is that something that happens one day? Honestly, this is the only way I can really see people looking at these things, like Top Shot, in sp mm. specifically as a legitimate product. If you own the clip and it's numbered to twenty six thousand, and the only twenty six thousand clips of this that can be seen are owned by the twenty six thousand people that own that clip, then it actually has. That would be so gangster. It means something. This is what I'm trying to explain. It actually means something there. Yeah. When I say the YouTube thing, everyone goes, yeah, but you don't get it. No, I do get it. You don't get it. You mm. don't own the clip. You spent the money, but you don't own the clip. I own the clip as well, but I can own it for nothing. The clip doesn't even have commentary. And on YouTube, you get commentary, man. So I wish it's better on <laughs> No, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they pull that down, if they pull that down, off YouTube and the rights to those 26,000 clips are the same mm. rights that those 26,000 people Other have. Other than that. the NBA being able to use it for promo Correct. or whatever because they technically own the clip. Correct. Yeah. It shouldn't be shown anywhere else other than anywhere. Facebook, and, you YouTube. Know, and, or an item where you might buy, say you buy a, a DVD box set of that mm. final series and you own a moment from that final series but that person's bought a licensed DVD box set of the final series. Right? Yeah, like, that person yeah. should can see the moment because they bought a licensed product. Similar, that's the same theory with I understand what Dom is saying. And this is, it's a very good point, Dom. And I've never heard anyone like put it put it across like this, but I think it's a very good point and how it, it would have legitimacy if something like that happened. It's all about making your product. In the end of the day, like, you have to have legitimacy to your product. Like people now, like, how do I get my money out of this thing? But this is the whole thing. But like, I agree with you, Ant, 100%. <laughs> It's, I want my money back. No, but literally, no, but literally, bro, that's the thing. It's like I nah, want look, top shots because right. it's the money, and it's yes. like now I can't I get my money it, out. I it's it like because I thought, yeah, uh, I understand. Gonna be a lot of money coming in this, and I yeah. could be wrong. Oh. Two thousand, but at the end of the day, I really don't like it. Like but I don't in the, enjoy. In the, it in the end of the day, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the Logan Paul NFT. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. But in the end of the day, if I had the no, if I had the frame that Luke was saying on my wall, at least I know I'm the only person that can, or how many were released. I'm one of those 100 people that have access to that NFT. No one else in the world will have it. I can't I think, go on YouTube. I think this ties get in with the, the crypto world. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but I can't. Yeah. Go, I can't go on YouTube or any other media platform. Yeah. Pull up that NFT and put it on my screen. This is what I'm saying with the NBA. It's just so. Yeah, it's a very hard one. And I know they're trying to double in other areas. Uh, they've mentioned, uh, well, maybe they haven't mentioned it. Maybe we were privy to it because we're on Clubhouse. But you know what? I'm going to mention it. I don't care. UFC has mm. been another one. It's the same thing. I understand with UFC, though, Dana White is very, very strict on that stuff. But still, that stuff still filters down to different media outlets. But I just think legitimizing it and you being one of those things, like, honestly, I've got stuff in my, uh, like, display cabinets and stuff. If I look underneath or I have a card, yeah, and everyone's ragging on cards and 
I can't stress this enough. They're two separate things. But everyone says, why would you want to invest in a card when I can have a clip? At least I know with the card, at least I, I know with the card it's a tangible object. And when it says one of one, it's the only one in the world. I can't go off YouTube or Google Images, print off the piece of paper, and go, "Yeah, I've got one too." It or when the card says one of, uh, or when the card says uh, one of one ninety nine, they can't just go mint another thing and say now it's of forty nine, like what they do Correct. on Top Shop. Mm. This is my thing. It's like I'm all for it. I understand. The technology is amazing. I want to. I want to end this on a positive note. Yeah, I, I no, want to no. make sure because someone was explaining, and I wish I remembered who it was in the in the clubhouse. They go, aside from all that, and this was someone that was pro cards, anti-top shot. So many people are pro top shot, which it, it don't get too riled up about I'm it. sitting on the fence, bro. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm yeah. invested, I don't care. But yeah. the NFT value, you know, when they do contracts for houses, when they do contracts for, you know, actual tangible ownership of, of a property, right? And then they mint it to an NFT, that's where it becomes very useful. Because then it's a proven track record of what things sold for, you know, house deeds, stuff like that. And it's it's very smart. So I can see the value is going to be crazy for NFTs. Yeah, and I'll and I'll I'll put a positive spin on it too. Like this is the future, as we know with everything. Technology is the be all and end all of progression, whether it's society, in hobbies, in collecting. Like technology is everything. You mm. think about it, science is now just looking outside the hobby scope in general, and then looking into your hobby too. Like technology is such a major part of everyone's lives. And I just think NFTs, there is a place for it. There's a place for everything and for everyone. And NFTs have a place. Just, I reckon those other other NFTs, yeah, they've got it down pat. Yeah, you own a CryptoPunk, you own the CryptoPunk. You know what I mean? I'm just saying in Topshop in general, I'm just saying, the way to really legitimize it and stop people saying, I can go record it, I can do this, I can do that, blah, 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 is doing, as I mentioned before, like it just legitimizes it a bit more and makes it more credible. I'm not saying it's shit, I'm not ragging on it, I'm just saying, and I agree with you, before you do go into it and go into buying it, research NFTs. Damn research. Exactly right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, research before you buy, as simple as that. All right, very nice. Um, we can get into the final segment. I think we'll just fly through it. Um, we renamed it last week. We had no name for it. So we just said best card or best set. What's your pick? So we've changed it to fire or flame. So a fire card or a fire set that is good to collect, or we're going to flame a card or flame a set that we recommend just to hold off and maybe don't purchase in card at the moment. So boys, have we got anyone? Yeah, don't buy into Top Shot. <laughs> oh, that's not a card. It's a different hobby. No, so, I'm yeah, joking. No. Joking. <laughs> doesn't count. Doesn't count. Anything? If there's nothing, I'm just going to go for it, and we can probably talk about my one. It's a flame. It. It's a flame. Go first. Luca the Don, 4.6 million USD, one of one. <laughs> Auto logo, man. That's my flame. No. Nah. Not happy with that. I, and I understand, and I've spoken about this, about uh, Lamont Dave over there. If you haven't listened to Double Coverage, Lamont of the Week was Vegas Dave. He's now Lamont Dave. He came up out and said there's no room to grow on this card. I disagree with him on that. All the person has to do that owns his card is go and slub it. 
and he's already going to triple or quadruple the value of, of the card. So there's room to grow. But I did say, if you want to keep it raw, this person, the moment Luca doesn't make playoffs, he potentially could lose four to $500,000 off the value of this card in an instant. Because based on the market, the way it goes with players and accomplishments, uh, I just think Source brought up a good point. He said uh, 2003, exquisite LeBron. It's number to 23. I understand it's number to 23. But Source was saying the last sold was $11,500. No, it's 27500 $27,500. And through Card Ladder's uh, index on, uh, what is it, scaling index over time, it would, uh, the equivalent for each of those cards would be $2.5 million USD. Now, there's 23 of them. For the price of Luca, I understand it's a one-on-one. I completely get that. You could buy two LeBrons for the same price. This is a guy that's accomplished stuff. He's still playing. He, he can buy go- a goat, literally. Mm. As simple as that. Or we're going to bank on Luca. Potentially, at the moment, trajectory, the way he's going with his career, with no help, he's James Harden. A great scorer. Not the greatest defender. Luke is not a great defender. So we can't argue that. I'm not here to have an argument with anyone saying that he can play defense. I, I got some thoughts on on the but, side. But I just think that much for that card, wow. Like that's the highest sold basketball card. Uh, like uh, ever. 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 Full stop. And it's second to the most expensive card sold ever, which is that Mickey Mantle which was a PSA 9. I understand it's not a one-on-one, but that's what I'm trying to explain. If we have to grade this and it becomes a PSA 9, it's potentially an 8 to $9 million card. People are saying that Mickey Mantle at a PSA 10 is worth about $20 million, 15 to $20 million. So Just imagine what the Luke is worth if it gets a 10 and it's a one-on-one. So, I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts, boys, but that's the card I'm, I'm, I'm flaming. Just for the value of it. I'm not saying it's a, a shit card. I reckon it's a great card. It's a beautiful card, but just the, the price that was paid. Yeah, I'm, I'm not paying 4 point, whatever. What was 4.6? Yeah. Yeah, not 4.6. I understand it's raw. You can grade it and make, you know, like you were saying, what, double? A bit a more. zillion dollars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, not at 4 point. I'd definitely be going the two of bronze on that. Would you, go five, would you go five Jordan rookies, PSA 10? No. No. Two LeBrons. No. Jordan two rookies, LeBrons. as we've seen, they're going down, but they're going to start coming out of the woodwork. People think that there's not going to be many out there anymore. Completely disagree. You're looking at it with, uh, with like, you're being naive. If you think there's no more Jordans out there, we've spoken to people in Clubhouse that have said, not boxes of Fleer, but they know friends. Yeah, well, yeah, he had a friend that had boxes of uh, Fleer in his uh, basement. It's nothing. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't realize the price hike in these cards. And he was explaining to his mate that, oh, that card's worth like its highest high point at a PSA 10 was three quarters of a million dollars. He's like, holy shit. And he had, I think it was like 15 boxes. And he went and ripped them all. He pulled out the... He tried to pull out as many Jordans as possible, or 10 boxes. You know what I mean? It's like, they're there. And Source said this. Yeah, well, you want the Jordan. You've got to capitalize on it. Stuff selling the box. You're guaranteed to get Jordan in the box, I'm pretty sure. You're guaranteed. So why wouldn't you? Like, 
just a cheeky half a million dollar That's bonus. Fucking... But imagine, that... imagine you're pulling them out and they're all off center, like it way off matter. center. Doesn't yeah. matter. That's all right. PSA still slaps ten. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's my honest thoughts on that. So, here we go. Yes. First of all, I don't want to be too negative because no, you don't have to. This be. that guy, Shine, is he actually? Yeah, I shouldn't even say it. He was the one that he was the one that um took my. Remember that I'd made a photo of the Jordan rookie. Now, in, in hindsight, I just realized recently that that was his Jordan rookie that sold, but he cropped out my name from my content. Oh, okay. Sent it to, to a bigger page yeah. and used it. Yeah. But taking that out of it, one, I think to the person that he sold it to, I would assume that 4.6 is nothing. I would assume that 4.6 is like $400. To Probably. That yeah. Because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't someone in the hobby wasn't someone that was like a, a big collector or anything like that. That from what you know, people commenting and everything like that. So, you know, I, I kind of feel like maybe it's part of like a bigger business deal. Maybe it's something like a. I just think that four million for a car like that raw is a bit excessive. Yeah, I don't think he's going to grade it. I don't think we'll ever see it come back on the market. I don't think he's looking at it as a flip thing. You know, like, you can kind of, you can you know when a big sale happens, like when Rob G bought the the mantle. Mantle, yeah. I don't see that coming back up unless he gets a 10, you know, unless he goes for a PSA 10. I don't think he's going to sell that. And I think he said that. So I think with cars like this, they don't come back on. That's it. Well, well, this is the thing that you look at it as it's the art piece. Yeah. Of, that's the best Luca card you can get. So that's like the best. I just don't see. Best. I don't I, see how. Yeah. If, if, I think honestly, if it, even, it would be so hard to find another yeah. buyer for 4.6. Yeah. If, like you, you, if you just. If you put it that way, yeah. If you're buying it to say, I'm never going to sell it again. You know what? You've got the best card in the collection for that player. Full stop. Yeah. Bang. And if it becomes who. You know, everyone yeah, everyone thinks it's going to become. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But in saying that... If you're buying a flip, forget about 4. it. 4.6 on a player that hasn't won yet is... He's done nothing. It's like... <laughs> it, I equated to buying like a, like a Greenwood now for like 40 grand. Like exactly. If okay. someone bought Greenwood for 40 grand now, we would all laugh. Them you out know of. what it's like, honestly? Not Probably even worse, to be honest. Just, it, you know what it's like? Just imagine United were on top of the ladder, yeah, and Bruno Fernandes like dominating. Foden. dominating. Foden. 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 Absolutely right dominating. It would hmm. just be, you know. And then and then if that's 4.6, what's a one-of-one one Mbappe worth? You know, that, that always pops into my head. Yeah, and this is what we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Honestly, boys, like, I know Luke is known around the world because he's a superstar of NBA, playing, played in Europe and whatnot. And then, obviously, everyone knows who Ronaldo and Messi are. But the whole thing is, not every, like, everyone knows who LeBron is, everyone knows who Kobe is, everyone knows who Jordan is. Maybe not everyone knows who Luca is. Maybe they do. Mm. But if you go through other players in the NBA, just the fringe guys or just 
good players. No one's going to know who they are. But at least I can wholeheartedly say Mbappe, Ronaldo, Messi, Haaland, guys like this, everyone knows who they are. I just want to – I just think that, like you said, the two LeBrons, right? I just have this re- – like my gut feeling is that this is part of a larger business still. That yeah, probably. Nothing to do with cards, but it's a way to – you know, whether it's a way of, you know, using it yeah. as an asset to sweeten a deal, something like that. Yeah. I don't see the – I can't see that being the number one card. Like, if someone said to me, what's the most expensive card for solid? And I show them that and I explain, that, oh, there's no Jordan logo, man. Like, there is, but there isn't. Like, the, the one that Jeremy Padawa owns, the LeBron Jordan, that's a misprint. Um, it says Michael Jordan on it, but it's really LeBron – that should be worth more than that Luca Logan in my eyes. Yeah. My so whole thing know. is my whole thing is like if you have to scale it and you do it with soccer, I know soccer's not as popular as what basketball cards are, but I agree with you. If you had rookie like logo we'll just say a logo man, which we'll just say the logo is his we'll say PSG or well, Monaco. We'll say it's his Monaco, it's an auto, it's one of one. How is the Mbappe? Yeah, not worth. And it's a nice card. Looks exactly the same as the Luca. It's a good action shot. Mbappe has to be worth more. No, but how do we not say the Mbappe card is not worth eight to ten million USD? People are probably going to listen to this and be like, "Oh, you're fucked on. You've got no idea." No, but don't I? The guy's got a World Cup. He's won three French leagues, and Luca's done nothing. He's won a World Cup. Do people not understand the significance of winning a World Cup? That is the best, that is the highest accolade. If anyone's listening, uh, I don't care where you are in the world, you can refute this with me, but you're wrong. The World Cup is the greatest sporting achievement on planet Earth. Mm. Full stop. Don't say the Olympic gold medals. It's an amateur event sport with professionals, yeah? Like it's under 23 soccer. There's a lot of amateur stuff in there. The World Cup is the greatest sporting accomplishment on planet Earth. Full stop. That's it. You can argue what second is, but the World Cup is the best. The odds of you winning a World Cup in your career when it comes around every four years, very slim. Oh, yeah. Look at look at two, probably, well, look at the greatest player of all time and the other guy who's in the top seven. They haven't won one. <laughs> I'm talking what are you about talking Messi. about? Messi's in the top seven. Ronaldo's the best. So... <laughs> But you look at it, and you're like, they haven't even got one. But then you look at guys like, like you look at this Italian team. There's legends everywhere there. They've got one. I don't yeah. understand. Like, just I think uh, it's a good flame. It's a good. It's a good talk, a talking point. I, I, we'll let say the audience. Let the audience decide on that. Yeah, let them decide. It's such. Yeah. Someone is going to pay more. Someone's going to be willing to pay more. There's so much money in the world. Four point six to that guy is probably four hundred dollars. I'm, I, I will guarantee it. So, no idea, no idea. But I don't know. That's my flame. Anyone got a, a fire or another flame? If not, no, I'll go a quick fire. Go. It's, it seems like a press. I don't know. It seems like an obvious one to me. But 2016 Euro Prism. You got your first Harry Kane, first Sterling, first Griezmann. Ronaldo won it that year. I think we did we talk about that last week, week before. No, not Euros. No, not Euros. No, Euro Prism. Um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like that's a, a set that's um, well, not really underrated. I feel like it's pretty obvious, but yeah, it's just a fire set in my opinion. Lots of good cards in there. Right. And I think going into, um, you know, the Euros coming up, I think, yeah, the, especially Kane, Sterling, even Griezmann, France, France are going to be decent. He's going to be next to Mbappe, who's everyone going to be watching, Mbappe. If Griezmann sco- pops up and scores, he's been playing pretty well. Um, uh, this calendar year has been doing pretty well. Yeah. So I think it could be a play there. Definitely. I'd rate that. I'd rate that. So Kane, Euro Prism. Yeah. I didn't realize I did prefer actually... those than the World Cup prism, the twenty eighteen. I prefer that more than the World Cup. Yeah, prism. I, I like it better too. I, think I didn't cool even though. realize like I just jerried down when you said that, but Ronaldo's Ronaldo won the Euro that year. Yeah, well. they won, like, won, I didn't yeah. even realize this, it. I mean this year. You what was that? Sorry, know. he's going to win this year as well. He's so. gonna win. Yeah, he is, and he's going to win the World Cup as well. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Ant, I'm telling you now, if you ever win the World Cup, I'll be you won't you won't be able to stand me ever again. Yeah, I'm that's serious. you'd hate me. That's it. I'm just gonna walk around just Ronaldo everything. You're gonna say this guy broke this record, I'll be like, Yeah, but he ain't no Ronaldo. That's yeah, all that's I'm gonna say. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, anyone else got something? No, that's it, Dom. That's it. I all used right. up I I used up all my uh Energy. Good uh, fires and flames throughout the show. Yeah. I'll have to save <laughs> something for the PSA end next time. He used it in one segment. I'll have to save it for, for the end of the show next time. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. It's been Dom with Sauce, Ant and Luke. It's crunch time. Coming up big when it counts. Peace out, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crunch Time.